Welcome to the Empowered Parent Podcast with Renee. Being a teenager is hard. Being a parent of a teenager can be even harder. Each episode, we deliver tips, tools, tricks, and stories to help you feel empowered, confident, and energized as the parent of a teenager. Teenagers want to be happy. Sometimes they just need a little help along the way. Now, here's your host, Renee Sinning. Renee is a certified life, leadership, and success coach for teenagers and their parents. She's also a mom of three young adults and an experienced high school educator of 18 years. Renee is well-versed in everything teen. Now, without any further ado, here's Renee. Hey parents, it's Renee. Welcome to another episode of the Empowered Parent Podcast. On this episode, we are going to talk about three things that I learned as a high school teacher that very much carried over into parenting, especially when my kids were teens. But these lessons that I learned are huge for parents of today's teens and tweens. They were big when my kids were teens. And so here goes. When I was in the classroom, I quickly realized that if I wanted kids to learn, then I had to create my classroom as a safe space. It was a must that they felt that when they walked through the doors to my classrooms, classroom, that they could ask questions without worrying about comments from other kids, without being made fun of, without being made to feel that their questions were dumb. And the same goes for the home environment. It's so important for teens and tweens and kids to feel that their home is their safe space, that when they walk through the doors of their house, they can breathe. They can let it all out. They can feel that big whoosh of safety. So that is lesson number one, creating that safe space in your home that your kids fully feel that that energy is there, that when they walk through the door, they know they're not going to be judged. They can ask questions. They can be themselves. They don't have to wear the armor that they have been wearing all day at school while they're out there in society and being compared and judged, whatever, by their peers and teachers and everyone else. So that was number one. I needed to create a classroom that was a safe space so my teens could learn. As a parent, when my kids were teens, I needed to create a home that was their safe space. That when they walked through the doors, they could literally decompress. They could be themselves. They could let it all go. They could set aside those feelings of angst or anxiety that are prevalent in today's society. So that was number one, safe space. Number two, I quickly learned as a high school math teacher, the connection was key. It was always important to me to make my students know that they were more than just a math student. Say hello, ask them about their day or about their weekend. Ask them about their activities they were in, game or dance or practice that they had. Making that connection apart from math, helping them to feel seen as a person. Because when that connection piece is strong, and this goes for teaching as well as parenting, when the connection piece is strong, Teenagers and tweens are more open to conversation, good conversation and tough conversations because the connection piece is strong. When that is strong, they are more open to allowing you in and allowing you to be able to help them. And 
So it's the same with teaching. It's the same with parenting. Connection is key to really having that open, strong relationship with your teens. And there is a different difference between communication and conversation. Some parents mix up the two. They think they have this great connection with their teens or tweens, but really they, what they have is really good communication and the conversation piece is missing. I am running a five-day challenge every month at this point, and we talk about that on call number one. So connection is key. And number three, what I learned as a teacher in the classroom very early on, even when I was a young teacher, is that acceptance is so, so vital. Acceptance was big then. It's really, really big now. As a teacher, it was important to give my students the message that even if they made a mistake or didn't do well on a test or quiz, it didn't change who they were as a person. And as a parent, this is vital. Your kids crave acceptance from you in all areas of their lives. And I know this to be true because they tell me all the time. I have this conversation with kids all the time. When I was in the classroom, even back then, there were identity challenges. But back then, it was more things like goth, jock, nerd, those kind of things. They didn't have the challenges or pressures that today's kids often feel to feel like they have to label themselves one way or another. And this is happening even in middle school. Back then, I definitely had kids who were gay, probably had kids who were trans, but I never saw that because it was so hidden. Even with the kids that were gay, most of them were not openly sharing it. Now, by the time it got closer to the end of my career, we did see a little bit more of that, and that was awesome. But I'm not just talking about gender acceptance here. I'm talking about acceptance, acceptance, seeing beyond the outside of whoever your kid is, whatever they're going through. Because it's during the teen and tween years, the kids are going to, they're deep diving into figuring out who they really are. And that's going to change a lot, especially from the early teen years to the later high school years. They're going to go through all kinds of changes. Some of those identity changes, they're going to hold, and but some of them aren't right? I had a kid back then. I don't remember his name. I wish I did, but he came in, he was a sophomore and he came in this, the like first day of class and he was dressed in head to toe goth, like head to toe black goth. He wore like a black cape to school every day. And a lot of kids judged him and a lot of teachers judged them. You couldn't miss the comments and the whispers. I'm very proud <laughs> to say that I didn't. I did not judge him. I I see beyond the outside. I don't know why. I don't know where this came from, but I do have an uncanny kind of natural ability to see beyond the armor that kids wear. And luckily I have that, right? Because I spent my whole career working with teens. And so luckily I am proud to say that I was never a judgy person. But anyhow, when it came back to my black clad, gothy student, who again was judged by many, Hopefully not his parents. I have no idea. I don't remember. That was a while ago. But go beyond that. What you saw when he walked into the classroom. Black shoes. The, the, the pointy like chains. The cape. He wore a black cape. Everything was black. He did like the black eye makeup sometimes. Beyond all of that, this kid was awesome. 
He was so kind to myself and others. He was so respectful. He was so funny. He was just an amazing kid. He was just a little different trying to figure out who he was. You get the idea, right? But it was the acceptance piece that allowed those awesome pieces of him to come out, at least in my classroom. But if you looked at him from the outside and stopped there, you wouldn't have seen the inside. Now, the interesting piece is that I had him a year later, the following year in 11th grade, and he completely shifted out of goth mode. And in 11th grade, he came in like, quote, uh, preppy. He literally changed his whole demeanor and went to the other uh, the other extreme. And that's what I'm saying, that acceptance is so important because they're going through so many changes during these years. Teenagers crave acceptance from their parents as well as their peers and society, but you only control the parent piece. And I know that for some parents, it can be really hard and really challenging when your kiddo is the different one. When your kiddo is the kid that's making, maybe making poor choices. When your kiddo is the kid who doesn't have a lot of friends because they like different things than the quote typical teen as defined or previously defined by society. So acceptance is huge. And especially from their parents, acceptance from parents is vital to their feelings of worthiness, belief, self-confidence, et cetera. And it goes back to that safe space, right? If they walk into home, their home, and they don't feel acceptance from their parents, that makes your home not such a safe space. And we already know that teenagers are their own worst critic. They're their toughest critic. We actually all are. And so that acceptance piece from parents is so vital and important. And so what can we do as a parent? Well, we already know that parenting teens is hard, right? And because of that, sometimes that parent-teen relationship becomes fractured. So again, just to recap... Just like as a teacher, I needed that safe space for my, um, I need to make create that safe spaces in my classroom as a parent. We want your home to be their safe space. We want your home to be their haven of comfort. That one place that your child can go to fully decompress from teen world. That one place where they can just let it all out. When teens feel their home, is that place of love and comfort when they feel that at their core they're most like they're more likely to fully be themselves and that's not always easy as a teenager because there's often a lot of angst in comparison and all kinds of other stuff coming at them and going on within them so ask yourself is our home that safe haven for our kids and if it's things aren't quite where you'd like them to be, that's okay. Don't judge yourself. Just here's a question. What is one thing you can do today, today, that is within your control to take baby steps towards that? Nothing happens overnight. So small steps is key. Giving ourselves grace is key. And what is that ba one baby step that you would like to do to create that home that is that safe haven for your kids. And I know we all do the best we do. This is just food for thought. Number two, the second piece that I learned as a teenager, equally important as a parent, is connection. And as a parent, as a teacher, it was connection 
with the classroom connection with myself as a parent it's connection with you it's so vital if there is a connection gap your child will find other ways to fill that gap and that usually comes in the form of social media TikTok. Friends, friends are great, but sometimes friends are a little bit toxic and friends have their own agenda, right? Because they're going through their own stuff. So if there's a connection gap, they're going to find another way to fill that. Connection with you is vital to them sharing what's going on for you to be able to really get to the root. And I know kids don't make that easy. Connection with you is vital to having a willingness for them to listen to differing opinions i.e. your opinion, <laughs> uh, connection is vital, 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 vital to their mental well-being because you are the single most important person in their lives. So ask yourself, again, without judgment, is there a connection gap between myself and my kid or my kids? Where is the root of that? Where is that coming from? And what is my ownership in that? Are there things from your own past that are coming up that are impacting that connection gap? So it's a question for you. Are there things from my past coming up that are impacting my part in the gap, if it exists? And what is one thing I can do today to begin the process of lessening that gap? If you recognize, if you are recognizing or feeling like you indeed uh, own some of this, that some of this is your stuff, then the next question becomes, and this is for you, is now the time for you to make a change. What is the cost of not doing something and what is the benefit to taking baby steps? And ask me about my law of being program. It's for parents and it is amazing if we, if you're looking for a shift. But yeah, so that's just a question for you. Is there something that you are not currently doing that maybe you didn't, never wanted to admit, but you would like to do to lessen that connection gap? And it, I'm also talking about the connection gap with yourself, right? Because that's equally important. You're the number number one role model for your kids and you're the number one person in their lives. You are the most important person in your their lives. You are their biggest teacher. And so I know <laughs> it's a lot to hold. It's a lot to shoulder. It's not easy being a parent. But so that's number two, it's connection. And number three, that leads us into acceptance. Do you fully accept your child for all their quirks, challenges, and differences? There's no judgment here, parents, no judgment. Of course you love your kids with everything you've got. We all do. You are their parent. Of course you love them. And we try not to judge them, right? We try not to have those feelings come up, but we are human beings and sometimes they do. But acceptance, even of our own kids, sometimes that can be hard, right? If you have that different kid. And sometimes it does come from our own stuff and our own insecurities and our own worries about what society thinks about us as a parent. So sometimes it's our own stuff that causes us to struggle to accept some of these differences that may exist in our own kids because you are a human being, you're a natural human being. So the biggest question there is, do I think that my child fully believes that they are accepted by me? Because acceptance from you is vital and they fully crave that. And then again, if there's pieces of your own stuff that you need to work on to strengthen that connection gap, to 
with yourself or your teens and to get to the point where you fully accept and that's okay. No judgment at all. We're human beings and we do the best we can. And it's all about our own journey too of growth, right? Life is a continual journey. And so that's that. So those are three things that I learned as a teacher that were extremely important in parallel to my parenting. Again, safe space, connection, and acceptance. And that's it. I hope you guys have a great day. See you next time. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on the Empowered Parent Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Be sure to head over to reneesinning.com to pick up some parenting freebies. And remember, teenagers want to be happy. Sometimes they just need a little help along the way.